Can daydreaming be harmful? Well, let's find out in another episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. As a chronic daydreamer, Sharon was criticized most of her life for a lack of focus. Listen in and learn how she formed her understanding of daydreaming. Let's get started. Everybody. Hi, and welcome back to Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. Are you a daydreamer? And have you been told it's a good thing or a bad thing to be a daydreamer? You know, um, there's quotes everywhere. You check anywhere. As I was doing my research for this particular episode, and I ran across a quote from Gail King, one from Walt Disney, which is actually my favorite. All our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. All our dreams. What is a dream? What is a daydream? What is the difference? And what is a night dream? I mean, how do we differentiate between that, all of those terms around dreaming and imagination? Edgar Allan Poe said, they who dream by day, daydreamers, are cognizant of many things which escape those who dream only at night. But did you know that daydreaming is considered, uh, it's actually being diagnosed as maladaptive in some cases? It's being, there's all kinds of tools and information on the internet giving you guidance as to how to stop daydreaming because it's interfering with your life. Is it a bad thing? And, you know, when I was a little girl, uh, I had a crazy imagination, a good imagination, strong. I was always, but I was a daydreamer. I was the one that was uh, always gazing out the window at school when the teachers were talking. And I was off in la la land. I was off in a fantasy world. I, I don't know where I was actually, to be honest with you. I just know I was happy. I was happy. Now, Think about the basics of life. Step back, step back, step back. We want to be happy. That's the whole purpose of our re- of our life, right? So does daydreaming, if it makes you happy, is it a bad thing? And do you have to stop daydreaming? Uh, and what is, what is it that would replace it? And is it now it's actually being considered somewhat of a mental illness, which is, I think, absolutely crazy. I was always in trouble for daydreaming in school, and yet I did well in school. I did well. I I just was bored most often. And when I found out, now this kind of translated to one of my one of my children. Uh, when my son was, I, I got a note from the school saying that he wasn't paying attention, he wasn't finishing finishing his assignments, that he uh, was always off in la la land in his in his head and wasn't interested in you know. So I went to the teacher because intuitively I just had this feeling that he was bored too. So I went to the teacher and I said, "Look, offer him the opportunity to do an extra exercise after he's got his regular homework or regular exercise done in class. Offer him an opportunity to." do one that nobody else will get. Give him something to stimulate his imagination and to help him reach for something that's not going to bore him. So she looked at me like I was crazy, but she did it. And my son went from being the kid that was distracted and wasn't able to focus and was uh, into the gifted program. 
it made that big of a difference where he was able to actually, he, he, he was off daydreaming because he was bored. So there's also that issue, isn't there? Why do we daydream? What is daydreaming about? Is it creative? Is it constructive? Or is it because we're bored and we're just looking for something else to do? Um, it, there's been talk that daydreaming has been linked to OCA, OCD or ADHD. Uh, it's been linked to all kinds of things. Now, as we, we, as we know, I'm a developed psychic and I was a developed psychic medium when I was a little girl. I just didn't know the terms. I didn't know the, the, that it was a job. I didn't know that I was doing something. I just thought I was, um, well, I was always told that I was really lazy, but I wasn't, I could think most things into becoming my reality. I could imagine things and they would happen. I could create from my mind, from my heart, from my loves, my passions and my dreams. And I've never really changed. So I want to ask you, have you changed? Did you give up on your dreams? Have you told yourself that dreaming, daydreaming, creating imagination is all just playtime? Don't do that because it gets in the way of your job, in the way of your work. I think daydreaming is something that becomes a part of who we are in our full self. So what I want to talk to you about is what's the difference between being a daydreamer and being a creative with a good imagination? How do artists come up with their projects? How do painters know what's going to be on the canvas? After How can they recognize what's on the canvas as they're working with it? It's got to come to them in some type of imagination process. And isn't imagination and dreaming quite connected? Aren't they connected? I think they are. We have to imagine. We have to be able to imagine. And we have to believe that dreaming is a good thing. If we didn't have a dream, and you know, it's what's comical is one of, I was looking at a uh, a, an article that said there was seven ways or seven steps you can take to stop daydreaming. And when I looked at the steps, I was like, wow, these are really interesting because step number three said, keep your mind busy. And step number four said, meditate. Well, which is it? Keep your mind busy or meditate to help you stop daydreaming. It also suggests turning your daydreams into visualization which means if you have a dream, I have a, I still have dreams. I have a bucket list. I, uh, the older I get, the bigger my bucket list gets. I mean, and I'm achieving stuff on my bucket list all the time. So I'm adding new dreams into my world. And some of them I sit. And when I go into a meditation or I just get quiet and I'm gazing out the window, sometimes it's what would be called a daydream. But it's a daydream that is me visualizing myself achieving what it is I want to do, achieving what it is I want to have, or achieving what it is I want to be. And I don't think there's any harm in that. Now, I think people who are misdiagnosed with a daydream issue, but are considered to be maladaptive, are just people who aren't given any space to create from their place of dreaming. And I think that if you're not allowing yourself to use your imagination or use your creative flair or daydream, daydream, let yourself daydream and come up with how do you want your life to look? How do you want to feel? What do you want your life to be like? What do you want? How do you want to feel? Where, where do your emotions take you? Maybe you're in the wrong country. Maybe you're living in the wrong household. Maybe you've got the wrong spouse or maybe you're, you've got the wrong job. Maybe it's 
quelching your creative aspect and your dreaming side isn't as creative. Because let me tell you what, daydreaming is, it's imagination going crazy. It's fun. We do it because it feels good. It's imagination going wild. I can remember um, being a psychic really has me kind of sitting in the edge of reality in most people's worlds. There are people, even in my family, who think what I do is whack. They think what I do for work is crazy. And um, maybe that's got to do with the fact that I have always been uh, known by the more practical people who I grew up around as being impractical, as being a creative and being no stick to was one of the things I heard because I'd get really excited about something and I'd pursue it until I achieved it. And then I'd be like, okay, now I'm bored and I, I want to try something new. Is there something wrong with that? Do you have to take on a role at the age of 18, 19, 20 and stay in that role for the rest of your life? Is there a possibility of achieving what you want in a short time in that role and taking on a new role? And isn't that what daydreaming is about? Isn't daydreaming about working in the accounting office when you're dreaming about baking cookies for a living? Isn't about, um, isn't it about isn't it about loving your trips that you get to take two weeks every year because that's the only holiday time you get from the job you have and dreaming about becoming a travel blogger or becoming a, a travel journalist where you're reporting back on all these different countries and they pay you to go. Isn't that, wouldn't that be a dream? Would that be a daydream? Here's what Wikipedia says about daydreaming directly from Wikipedia. So this phenomenon is common in people's daily life, showing up by a large-scale study in which participants spend 47% of their waking time on average on daydreaming. So I guess we all do daydream by the sounds of it, according to Wikipedia. But what it's basically saying is that your external tasks that you're supposed to be doing, so maybe you're supposed to be sorting socks at work, or maybe you're supposed to be doing some task, maybe uh, changing somebody's oil in their car, or whatever it might be, it goes to your thoughts go to a more internal and personal place where you're actually achieving something you really love, you really, really, really love and want to do. And the reason daydreaming is so important to me is because years ago, I had a, a client come to me who had been, she came from the psych ward and she was diagnosed with some disabilities. And and we got talking, we became friends. She was terrific. And she actually engaged ultimately from the job she had that was a very practical, logical job into a very creative style job that used her skills from the practical world. And she was able to go on and work with children and continue on doing what she loved to do, which is work with children and tell stories. And I asked her one day, I said, what would happen if I went to your psychiatrist and, and told him about my life and what I was doing? How would I be diagnosed? And she said, immediately, she said, you'd be diagnosed as schizophrenic because they don't understand that you can actually do the kind of things, reach into a place that doesn't have a reality or doesn't, isn't practical. And isn't that what people see as daydreaming is that you're not being practical. I think daydreaming is fabulous. I think dreaming is fabulous. I remember again, back to the animals when I was young, I remember imagining that the animals ran the earth and then the movie Dr. Doolittle came out, which I thought was really interesting because he could talk to the animals. I didn't at the time realize I was talking to the animals, but I was talking to the animals. I just didn't, wasn't quite like him. The animals were talking back and it was much more clear in the Dr. Doolittle, but I really thought it would be so much better in the world if animals ran the planet. 
that's a dream and that's a daydream. And I would daydream about that. I remembered uh, when I, as I was a little girl, imagining living in a different place and dreaming about it. And, and, and I, this would happen in school. So clearly I was a, similar to my son. I was bored and I was looking for something more to do. And I was, I was trying to behave myself and the best place to go is internally, right? You're not bothering anybody if you're daydreaming. Unless they catch you at it and then they, they're offended because you're not doing A, what they think you're supposed to be doing. Uh, you're not keeping your mind active. You're off in la-la land, um, et cetera, et cetera. So here, if you find that you're a daydreamer and you find that there's you're just not having a lot of um, good feedback or good luck with your daydreaming, it just seems to be getting in the way, then what you might want to do is you might want to, you might want to um, take your daydreams and map them out. Is there somewhere to go with it? If there isn't, just end that daydream and you know another one will come up. Another one will show up as you daydream. But turn your daydreams into visualizations. Use your imagination and see how far you can go with it and go as far as you can. Because let me tell you what, there is no limit. There's no end to what dreaming, daydreaming, and you know what, this rolls night dreaming into it as well. I know the topic is daydreaming right now, but night dreaming too, you can come out of that with a whole lot of new ideas and a whole lot of new goals and a lot of new reasons to uh, get up in the morning. So those who dream by day are cognizant of many things which escape those who dream only by night, Edgar Allan Poe. I would suggest a couple of things. If you have an idea and if you're a real creative person and you find yourself wanting to be able to take those dreams that you have, those daydreams that come up during the day when you're at work, sitting at your office, sitting in your office and, and really just wanting to be outside in the world, get pen and paper and sit down and write out what it is you're thinking of. What is it you're dreaming of? What is it that you're, what's your passion? Where is your passion? And keep doing it. Keep doing that. You might not the very first two or three or five times you do this, you're not going to maybe get any kind of an answer, but keep doing it every day. Have a little journal that just a dream journal, dream, dreaming, and write down the things that are in your mind. Something will show up because it'll repeat and repeat and repeat. And you'll be like that woman who worked in a clothing factory and ended up just saying, no, I, I'm really good at making cookies. And um, she ends up starting to make cookies uh, for the neighbors that are out of her house. And then she ends up, they're so popular, people order them. And then she ends up going to wholesalers and and, whole, uh, and retailers and saying, I would like to sell you my cookies. And they buy a bunch of her cookies. And all of a sudden she owns a cookie company. And she's not working in a clothing factory anymore. Now she's actually doing something she really, really loves. You can do that. You can do that. And daydreaming is what gets you there. Daydreaming is the joyful place. You just don't, don't try to fall into other people's rules and don't try to stop daydreaming just for the sake of stopping daydreaming because somebody told you it was wrong. I was told my whole life that it was wrong and I never believed them. I always believed that dreaming and my daydreaming, because it was a place I could go where I was safe, and it was fun, and I could be and do and have anything that I wanted. As an adult, now it's time for me to actually put a lot of things down on paper, which I became very adept at doing. You wouldn't believe the notes I have all the time, everywhere, in my office. I have journals. I have all kinds of written, written data. And there are a lot of things that I've done, because my dream, my dream, my daydream, 
even when I daydreamed, when I night dream, when I dream in any form or whatever, is how can I make a difference in the world today? How can I make a difference in the world today? Now, that doesn't mean I, I could do it by baking cookies. If I'm really good at baking cookies, I could do it. But it has to matter to me. It has to be personal. It has to matter to me. So if it matters to you, then pursue it. And if it doesn't fizzles out after two weeks, that's okay. Don't let people tell you it was wrong for you to try. You tried. You got a new idea from that idea, and you work with that. Don't let anybody tell you dreaming is wrong. Don't let anybody quilch your daydreams. Not ever. So let's not pull a card today. Let's instead maybe use Walt Disney's quote as something that can guide us. All our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them, but they start with a daydream. Daydreaming has been misunderstood. It's not a maladaptive issue. It's not something that is wrong with you. It's something you have a skill to take on. We can all daydream. And as Wikipedia said, 47% of society daydream daily. 47%. That's a lot of people. But we are all creative. We are all creatives. We all have the ability to create. It's just that when we become adults, we tend to forget. So step back and, and when your daydreaming starts to come up, open up your journal and let your mind go. Just let your mind go crazy. And at the end of it all, maybe a minute, two minutes, three minutes, write down what you came, what came up for you. Keep doing that. You'll find a way to turn your dreams into your reality. I know so many people who have done that and it's just so worth it because you deserve to be happy and dreaming and having a dream and using daydream as a catalyst to get you to your dream, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I want to thank all of you who have sent in notes with ideas for names for the new names for the podcast. Um, there's been a few come in and I've, I really enjoy that. Those of you that listen to episode 61 or that get my newsletter, um, I really enjoy the fact that you're contributing ideas for the names. Thank you so much. We still haven't made a decision. But remember, if your name is chosen that you've picked, we will be giving you a free reading. Uh, and and I, that's something to look forward to. Um, also, Kitchen Witchin is kicking off on February 1st. Again, you can go over to kitchenwitchin.ca and take a look at the website and uh, see what the new information is there. And um, aside from that, uh, the fireside chats are going to be coming back up. Now, remember, I'm doing this in November of 2022. Um, fireside chats are going to come back up again. They'll be showing up on Facebook and, uh, we'll probably post them also on YouTube. Remember our podcast is up on YouTube. So please go over and like, and subscribe and, and, um, get notifications so that, you know, when something new goes up. All right. Until next time, thank you for popping in and visiting with us. And I appreciate you and you have a great week. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. If you love listening to this podcast, we have one little favor to ask you. Please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you love learning from Sharon, well, she's got a few great courses that are ongoing. Why don't you register for Kitchen Witchin? It's on now. All you have to do for more information is go to kitchenwitchin.ca. Or if you'd like to book an appointment with Sharon for a reading, or if you'd like to know more about Sharon, her psychic services, coaching sessions, and more workshops, go to SharonRose.com.
That's Sharon with a Y. We'll talk to you next time.